0: Welcome to The Cool Tools Show. I'm Mark Frauenfelder, Editor-in-Chief of Cool Tools, a website of tool recommendations written by our readers. You can find us at cool-tools.org. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Kelly, founder of Cool Tools. Hey, Kevin. Hey, it's great to be here. In each episode of The Cool Tools Show, Kevin and I talk to a guest about some of his or her favorite uncommon and uncommonly good tools they think others should know about. So this is a special episode of The Cool Tools Podcast because... We have our regular crew of uh, the the s- Small Cool Tools team of Claudia, Kevin, and I. And we're each going to talk about two of our favorite tools. And uh, it's always fun when the three of us get together. We, we have a, a weekly phone call, but we don't often do it in public. So it's fun to have you both on. How's it going, Claudia?
1: Good. Good. And Kevin, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing great. I had a great day today. Um, I always enjoy talking about tools, um, big or small. So
0: I'm really looking forward to this. Me too. Um, let's let's start with Claudia, and we'll just kind of do a round robin. Claudia, you have a couple of tools. Why don't you pick one of them and tell us about it?
2: Sure. Okay. Uh, the first one I want to recommend is uh, YouTube Premium.
0: Hmm. And
2: I am using YouTube Premium as an alternative to Pandora or Spotify,
1: or oh, for um, for music.
2: For well, for music, yes, for streaming audio, basically. Um, so YouTube, you can listen to you know YouTube on your phone, but the issue that I had was having was that you cannot close the app and continue to listen to whatever you're streaming. Without paying for it. Mm, So um, I debated for a long time whether or not I was going to subscribe because it is uh, about $15 a month. Okay. But um, I just realized that I was listening to a lot uh, more like YouTube soundscapes than I was Pandora. Like I had stopped listening to music and um, I don't make playlists anymore because that is kind of time consuming and takes effort. And I was just, I'm just like within YouTube using their search engine would just look for like ambience, ambience sounds um, and soundscapes. And that's pretty much what I listen to all day while I'm working or taking walks. So I needed the ability to, to close out of YouTube on my phone and still be able to listen to whatever I was streaming. So I caved in and I paid for YouTube premium and I've had it now for a few months and I canceled my Pandora account because I realized this is all I pretty much need. Um, With YouTube premium, you also get access to YouTube music, which is a separate music streaming app like Pandora and Spotify. So you get access to both. Um, They're two separate apps Mm -hmm. and um, you can I guess they call it background play you just you can you you can create playlists on YouTube music also, so you have that option where you can just create a playlist, download it, um listen to it offline, or just stream it mm-hmm. and close out of the app and you know turn off your phone or turn the screen off and just listen to a continuous stream of music so, so, so oh. i'm'm
1: I'm confused by you when you say close out of the app do you mean that you move it uh, it's not on the front screen but it's still open or yeah it's
2: called background play um if you are if you're not a subscriber of youtube and you open your youtube app on your phone and start watching a video um you can't if you turn off your phone like your phone screen like just turn it off or if you just Yes. Um, it'll stop playing.
1: Okay. And then if if you're on a desktop and you had it open and then you kind of go to, oh, if you go somewhere else on your desktop, I think you can still hear it playing. Yes. Yes.
2: You can on your desktop, but I listen to YouTube. Uh, I stream it while I walk. So I stream it on my phone a lot more than Pandora and, um, and I canceled my Spotify years ago. So I was only left with, you know, paying $13 a month for Pandora or $15 a month for YouTube sure. and I chose YouTube.
1: And uh, this YouTube Premium of which you speak, is is it also um is that also the kind of like the paid YouTube version that they see advertised where you
2: Yes. So I think that the, yes. uh,
0: the special YouTube stuff. So you get ad-free video too.
2: You get ad for there's no ads, so That's I don't ever I hear like. YouTube ads. Yeah. And you also get access to their YouTube premium, like curated video or, you know, play. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I haven't um, explored that, but I know that I have access to like YouTube, their premium content only.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Now, um, I've looked at it before, and I think the reason I haven't done it is because it's not a family plan. Is that right? It's just for one person. Right.
2: It is for one person. The yeah. family plan is more. The family pa- more. plan, I think, is like $20 a month.
0: Right. Um, yeah. No. Okay. It's pricey.
1: Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I've been thinking about doing the the YouTube premium, one, to get rid of the ads, and two, just to get the extra stuff. Occasionally, I see something that's there. Um, but I didn't realize that they also give you the – what you're telling us is they have this other audio component, which sounds pretty cool, too.
2: Yeah, I like um, on YouTube. They, they you can find a lot of like soundscapes, like just mm-hmm. background music mm-hmm. that will last for hours, yeah. like three or four or five hours. So just, I mean, I've I've listened to it. You know, before I go to bed, like I'll put my AirPods in and I'll just have it play for three hours <laughs> and then turn off. So <laughs> so I do get a lot of use out of you, it. You
1: have a soundtrack to your life now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, the next step, you know what the next step is? The next step what? is that you have your smart glasses. It's oh, seeing no. what you see, and it's
0: adjusting the soundtrack oh. to fit the a moment. Yes, the soundtrack to your life that can adjust, right. yeah. increase yes. the emotional intensity. exactly right. <laughs> you
1: see a friend, your friend come up, and the music bursts oh. rise. <laughs> okay, that's well, it. that's great. So,
0: Mark, tell us. Tell us your your next uh, your your first pick. Okay, so um, this is for a portable hard drive, and uh, I think most people are familiar now with these USB powered. Portable hard drives. All you have to do is have a USB cable. There's no uh, a power adapter or anything. They're very convenient. They're great. They're solid state. The, yeah. the, the
1: reason why they work is that they're basically a chip. There's right. no
0: nothing that spins around. There's right. no spinning stuff. Yeah, and I, so they're, the, they're very rugged too. They're very rugged. But I mean, I, I've had I have a bunch of the the actual spinning media ones that are USB powered, which are you know I have one terabyte ones, two terabyte ones. They're they're pretty inexpensive now. I think you can get like a one terabyte for under 100 but i did get this solid state one for the first time they are much much smaller much lighter and super fast i am using this little samsung thing that i mean it just feels like it's like three credit cards stacked up on top of each other it's one terabyte and i can back up my entire hard drive like my my max one terabyte hard drive and like a matter of minutes. It is so fast. It's blazingly fast. So it's a great uh way to um to to back up your stuff quickly or for uh scratch disks if you're doing um you know audio or 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 video editing and things like that. I I am now going to just start using SSDs for everything and not use spinning media anymore because that stuff is like antiquated
1: junk. So I actually had my tech guy swap out the spinning media in my Mac for SSD mm-hmm. um, memory. I bet and it made so a huge difference. It's a huge difference, right. Because all these disks, you know, even the internal disks were, were were kind of failing after a couple of years. And these also don't fail as fast as, as right. other version. Um, and I did have one of these Samsung, I had a couple terabytes, Again, as Mark has corrected, they're, they're very, very lightweight. And I carried them when I was traveling as a backup for my photos because I am a fanatic backer upper mm-hmm. of of um, stuff when I'm traveling. I Smart. mean, I literally have four copies. You can't of every have too photo. many. You can't have too many. And one of them was to this um, external terabyte, couple terabyte drive. And it, d- it backs up instantly, much faster than um, it could, could come they could come off of the card. The card was the, it was coming from was the photo card was the limiting gate. Cause these are much, much faster, but yes, they're really lightweight. They're very, very rugged. Um, they're inexpensive and, um, they're pretty durable. So there's nothing to not like about
0: them. Yeah. And the, and the price is getting to be competitive with spinning media too. So the next hard drive you buy, get an SSD. That's, that's, my my recommendation and you'll be amazed by the speed the size and the weight
1: and Samsung seems to be the I don't know the leader and that so. is the one
0: I've I've generally gone with yeah it's great yeah it's just I can't recommend them enough okay right. Kevin tell us one so
1: yeah um, so one of the tools that I want to talk about today is um uh, it's a workshop tool. It's a tool I haven't um, been putting in to my studio anywhere where I've had extension cords and my solution up until now has been to chain cable chain these long extension cords. There's, there's a kind of a cool way that you knot them that make them very, very easy to um, undo, but they still are a hassle. They're, they're, flop around you still have to find somewhere you have to undo them just dealing with long extension cords is is a hassle and um the solution is a kind of like a roll-up automatic roll-up that's very similar to what you have in your like your vacuum uh the vacuum cleaner in your house where you pull the cord out and then it you can kind of tug it 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 clutches and then you can undo it and it spools back in well why can't you have a big one of those well you can and they're not that expensive and you can get them in all different sizes from 30 foot to 80 foot um and that solves everything about extension cords if if you have uh, an area where you always trotting out an extension cord this is the way to do it you put one of these in, you can hang them from the ceiling and put them on the side, or underneath something, and you just unroll it when you need it, and you tug it, and it closes up, and it's done. So um, I'm linking to one that that I use. It's, it's only 30 feet because that's all I needed, but um, Amazon actually has their own Amazon Basic brand for larger ones that go up to 50 feet or 80 feet. And um, you can get them different um, uh, wire sizes depending on the load that you expect. But they really do solve the problem of long extension cords and where to store them and um, un- unrolling them and rolling them up. It's just it's, genius. It's just, I wish I had done this years ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, this looks great. Yeah. This, it, it looks like it's easy to mount onto the ceiling or.
1: Right.
2: And how big is the the spool? The, the yeah, so, right,
1: That's a good question. So the, the the spool itself is about a foot um, in diameter, um, and it's maybe four inches thick. So it's kind of like a um, you know a thick pie, um, <laughs> and the the ones that maybe eighty foot is a little bit. Maybe they're fourteen inches in diameter. Uh, so. They're kind of, you know, football scale, magnitude size. Um, And there is a version where you can kind of roll these up into a basket that don't work as well, in my opinion. Um, This is one where there's a spring that just sucks it back into the roll, and that's what you want. So um, it's perfect for a garage, like, if you have a garage, mm-hmm. that's where you want to put it because at some point you probably have to roll out an extension cord for something rather, or, or in a workshop or a studio. Um, yeah. Cool.
0: Super useful. That sounds good. Okay, Claudia, your turn. Uh,
2: okay. My second one is a Chrome extension because I basically live in Chrome and it's called Mindful and uh, it's designed by a a guy that works at Google. He's a a designer at Google. And um, what it is, is every time I open a new tab in Chrome, I go back to my ongoing list. It's a text editor. Um, Where we went
1: list. Like
2: my, it's it's basically a page. It's a blank page. You start with a blank page. And then you, uh, what it is for me is it's a growing list of things to do. Uh, reminders, links to things I want to check oh, out. I see. Um, so I just it basically just imagine like a blank page every time you open a new tab. But it's it's the same page. It's my
1: it's- oh I see. So it's like a to do list. Each time you open a new tab, it takes you back to, to your to do
0: list and says, "Remember these things that you were going to do yes. today."
1: So exactly. it's like your
0: default new. It's your default blank page when you open a new tab.
2: Yes. And it saves Uh, everything that you type into it. And because it's saved in Chrome, um, I go back to the same list, whether I'm on my desktop or my laptop. So if I move every time I open a new tab, my to-do list is just there in my face um, waiting to be checked off. And um, there is a what I like about it, though, is there there is a um, like a limit to how much it will save. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I will just copy and paste and throw text there later to, you know, edit or or write Sometimes you know, I'm just always pasting things on there and then it'll, I'll get a, a warning. Like you're reaching your max. It won't be able to save anything else you paste mm-hmm. into this browser. So then that's when I'm like, okay, I have to clean it up. I have to go through everything I've saved and, uh, delete. Um, so, uh, I like it just because, like that. I mean, I have you know, I, I save things in Apple Notes and I have Evernote. But like the things that I save in Evernote, I they're like you know answers to research or um, things that I rarely go back to but need to keep.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: in, in it's case. more like an archive. An archive, yes. Thank you. It's more like an archive. And then my Apple Notes. Um, I just dump so much stuff in there (laughs) and (laughs) maybe I'll go through it like once a month or something. Yeah. But um, my mindful Chrome extension is something that I deal with every single day. And um, does
1: it, does it like it does it it keeps carrying everything forward until you clean it out. Okay. Yes. Well, what I thought you were going to say, Claudia was okay. um, Whenever you open up a new tab, it says you can't open up until unless you close an old tab, uh, <laughs> and you, can kind, of, you can kind of set you can kind yeah. of set that like twenty five or whatever it is the max. And I thought that was what you were going to say. Oh well,
2: that's because you definitely need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you close never- you close out
1: all your tabs at the end of the day. Is that right?
2: Yes. Oh, my <laughs> who gosh. does it? I can't I, I have I manage my tabs. I can't
1: I can't
0: Mark, let what them do you get out do? of control. Oh Mark. man, I have tons of tabs open and um <laughs> I I it's kind of like yeah, I don't close them out and then they just fill oh up so gosh. much that my performance bogs down and I have to just close them. <sighs> <laughs> Grudgingly, so, so there, there's your them. answer of who
1: doesn't yeah. it yeah. most <laughs> people don't. Uh,
2: uh,
1: did you have more to say about this
2: yes you can also format it like there's you can uh, make text bigger I mean your, your options are limited which I like so you know it doesn't get out of hand but you can make headings and um, numbered lists and bulleted lists uh, so it's and you can, it's dark mode, light mode. So um, you can make it look however you want. And
1: it's, it's free. And is it free.
2: And it's free. Yes. And uh, yes. And it's a beta version, but I just checked out the guy's uh, website and he's thinking about making an app, um, a mobile app for it. So mm. he's still working on it and there, he does put out updates.
0: So mindful, mindful, My,
2: mindful. mindful.
0: Okay, that sounds like a, a good one. And what does the creator say the purpose is for it? Do they oh, that?
2: it's a good. Yeah, he does say something good. He says um, this project was inspired by a psychologist. Um, I know Daniel Kahneman, whose oh, yeah. concept is "what you see is all there is." So the only notes you remember are the ones you see.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel Kahneman. He was a. Uh he actually came to speak at well long now. So um, uh, what you see, you you, you only, you don't remember what you see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That's, that's um, by the way, that's Adam Savage's tool organization philosophy, which is first order visibility. So he tries to make his workshop so that he can actually see all his tools. Um, and there's nothing behind other tools. So this mm-hmm. idea of like increasing the surface areas, everything visible so that you can kind of just immediately go and pick up what he needs. Um, yeah, that's smart. The same idea that you're, you'll forget about that you even have a tool if you can't see it. Yeah.
2: See, that should be your tab philosophy.
1: <laughs> well, I can see all my tabs. They're in a little row at the top there.
0: I can see all <laughs> hundred of them right now. But, but they're so like crammed together. They they've lost their titles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, okay. Let's see. Uh, okay. So, uh, okay. That's a good one. I will talk about my next one, which is something that I discovered a few weeks ago at trader Joe's, but people are reselling them on Amazon and it is an amazing powdered ginger. There's no sweeteners or anything. And it's like, it's not just a powdered ginger root, but it is the powdered ginger juice. So they like squeezed ginger plants and then freeze dried the juice into a powder. And so you can mix it into hot or cold water. And then you have like a really great ginger beverage that you can make as strong or as dilute as you want. You can add honey or lemon and it's really refreshing. And I just drink it. What I typically, I usually have it hot. So like, twice a day I will mix a half a pack with about eight ounces of hot water and it makes for a really good um herbal tea and if you've ever had ginger it's peppery um yeah I feel like it, it kind of clears your your nasal passages and it's, it's astringent um so it just feels it feels uh really cleaning to your kind of mouth and nose and throat and uh also, I, I feel like just the pepperyness uh, is, is an alternative to caffeine. It can kind of make you feel a little perky when you're a little sleepy. And, and what I love about it is how easily it dissolves too. You know, it doesn't just like float around like some co- colloidal suspension. It actually dissolves. And so you have a pure solution. And that makes a, bi- a big difference in, in uh, the mixing and the enjoying of it. Does it dissolve also in cold water or not just hot it water? It does. It does dissolve in cold water. And mm-hmm. um, they recommend that you put it into like a bottle and shake it. But yeah. I think even stirring, if with sufficient stirring or using a, like a little stick blender, you'll be able to z- dissolve it in cold water too. So, Do
2: you, will it clear out your nasal passages even when in, in like in an ice drink? Like if you...
0: I don't know. I haven't a, tried it that way. But it just, it definitely, I think the... The pepperiness of it would help, you know, kind of in the same mm-hmm. way like wasabi hits your yeah. sinuses instantly. This kind of hits your sinuses too. It's so good. I feel like there's a tonic quality to it too, that the more so, you drink over time, the better it is for you.
2: So people are buying this in, at Trader Joe's and then reselling it on Amazon? Yeah,
0: they are, and they do that with a lot of things like the, that, that kind of famous everything but the bagel spice that they sell, which is kind of like powdered onion and poppy seed and sesame seeds and pepper and lemon. It's like a, a sprinkling s- seasoning. And, and you can only get it at Trader Joe's, but people buy it in bulk and then they resell it on Amazon at a bit of a premium. And so Amazon sells this. Uh, somebody, you know, is doing it and it's not that much more then you would pay for it at Trader Joe's. So, um, it's, yeah, Not, not everybody
1: has Trader Joe's near them. Yeah, I think it's still kind of a, a West Coast thing. Yeah. But um, speaking of Trader Joe's, um, something we're addicted, particularly Jamin, is the um, the almond cake. I don't know if you've ever, ever had no. it at Trader Joe's. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it is It is just... It's, more decadent than than any of the bakeries we've ever been to, I don't wow. know what it is that they do, but um check out the almond cake in the bakery department at Trader Joe's and tell me if we're wrong okay,
0: because, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I
1: want to get some tonight right right <laughs> um so uh my second tool and our sixth tool for this little podcast is um a very workshoppy thing um. It's called a just-right solvent dispenser can, although it's made out of plastic. And what it is is, in a workshop, you often ha- need to have a solvent to clean things. That's that's a kind of a really common thing where you are cleaning something to prepare for painting or just to clean it in general. Like degreasing. I mean, degreasing. Uh, you know, cleaning a surface for a 3D printer pad. There's just tons and tons of uses. And because it's a solvent, you have to really make this tight. And so there's this thing of opening up a can of solvent from a really tight lid and then finding a cloth to pour it onto. Anyways, it's a hassle, but this little device has a seal that – um you just press on, you you have a little finger hold, and you turn it upside down, you press it and the solvent comes out. And when you let go, it's a complete seal that keeps the solvent in over, which you can store it in. And it's OSHA safe, meaning that it can't tip over very well and leak stuff out, Um, it's not escaping. So it's a really, really convenient way to have a solvent on hand at all times very quickly. So you can just pour something in because otherwise this is kind of a multi-step process Mm -hmm. that you would have to deal with. So you can keep acetone, which is what I keep in it, um, and it's always at the ready. If you need just a little bit of acetone, there it is. You're done. It's gone. I mean, it's there, and you can uh, get what you need. You don't have to keep opening up cans and resealing them and et cetera. So it's it's something that a lot of uh, places that use solvent a lot have sitting on their desks and um it's kind of a cute little um it, 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 it's it's design reveals its function it's, yeah. it's nothing is hidden uh, if, so it's a little kind of about it's the size of a a mug mm-hmm. with a brass um spring loaded dispenser on top and it has a kind of industrial look um and it's about $30 um and should last forever.
0: It looks like a fat baby fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: in, the, in red. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, not nearly as big as a fire extinguisher. Yeah. I think, think more of a large a large oversized coffee
0: cup. Right. That's great. So you fill it up with your acetone. Acetone. And then um, you tip, you it, upside press down. Down. You you tip it upside down. You turn it upside down
1: and you press on the... Um, the thumb wheel, we'll call it. And that opens up the valve and the stuff pours out. Is it like a metered dose or does
0: it just... No. Okay. It's it's it not metered. Out. Okay. Yeah. That looks like a, a useful thing to have.
1: Yeah, it's amazingly handy. And um, it's increased my uh, the likelihood that I'll uh, clean something really good because I don't have to go through the normal process of... Um, unsealing a can of it somewhere because it's just right there
0: and I'll have a paper towel and then it's done. That sounds great. Well, we were very efficient. We went through six tools in a tiny amount of time. Um, so one thing I think that we don't haven't mentioned enough is that our YouTube channel is really great. We have a lot of original content on there. Um, we also Kevin, Claudia and I also make. Videos that we call Recommendo Shorts, where we talk about a lot of the same kinds of tools that we talk about today, but we actually show them to you in action. So uh, it's really easy to get to. Too, you just go to youtube.com/slash cool tools. Is that right? I think that's it. Yeah, and it'll take uh, you. there. Yes,
2: that'll work. Um, right. Also, we we have started uploading um, current and past podcast episodes to YouTube. So, if you have YouTube premium, you could stream them without That's ads right. and you can close out of your app.
1: Right, right yeah, and there's no pictures we don't we aren't recording the video, but this no, just, just the, the audio. audio but you can you can listen to it, and wait, there's more. We <laughs> are also um now starting to solicit from our readers and listeners um video short reviews like we're doing ourselves, but we, these will be reader written or viewer made, recorded, um, recorded sure. short three minute or less um, videos that you use your phone to review or rave about a favorite tool, just as we have. Um, and we have a little form that gives you a couple of little instructions like horizontal mode and um, less than three minutes and, you know, take a picture of the tool in use and, and not yourself. So um, we welcome um, those and work. as kind of an experiment to see how many we get. And if we get enough to kind of keep going, what we will. So um, we'll put a link for that yeah. um, in the show notes um, and just go over, fill the form out and tell us about um, one of your favorite tools and we pay for anything we publish. That's right. And
0: uh, speaking of that, Paying. There's more. <laughs> There's one more thing. Um, we have very, very little advertising throughout our entire cool tools, uh, uh, network of podcasts, newsletters, our website. Um, we have one small ad on the, the uh, website. So one thing that we would love is if you like, what we're doing is to support us through Patreon. It's really easy. You go to patreon.com slash cool tools. And even a dollar a month uh, means a lot. Makes a big difference. Um, if you give us two dollars a month, we'll give you a shout out here on the podcast, and we have other tiers of membership where you can get things like books or uh, uh and ask me anything. Uh, private one-on-one with us. So please visit Patreon.com/slash Cool Tools. We'd really appreciate it.
1: I'll, I'll steal a little line from Austin Cleon. It, it was said, Cool Tools and recommendo. Um. We're free, but not cheap <laughs> exactly.
0: that is true, and we'll always be free and uh never feel obligated to to pay but if you can kick in a couple of bucks a month, it would be great. So thanks everybody for joining us on this podcast and Kevin and Claudia thanks a lot for uh thank you. for sharing your tools yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Mark from the Cool Tools podcast. I want to thank you for being a listener to Cool Tools. And I also would like to let you know about our Patreon page. If you would like to support the Cool Tools show, as well as our video channel, the website, and all the newsletters that we do, you can go to patreon.com cooltools cool tools. That's just one word, cool tools, and pledge any amount you want. You could even pledge a dollar a month. Every little bit helps. We have editors we pay for transcribing costs we pay our reviewers every bit of money that you contribute goes towards supporting the show i'd like to give a shout out to our supporters of the cool tools podcast this week i'd like to thank the following patreon supporters bill schuler bob k ryan pelly carl d patterson chad cosby chris wieland chris weirstook craig tooker dan o'brien dean putney Donnell cunningham evan barker Graham Medlin, Hans Riesbeck, Helen Hegedus, Jerry Kearns, Jim Lesko, Jim Spofford, John Pollock, John Burdenbau, Keith O, Ken Altman, Les Howard, Lauren Bast, Mock Nerd, Malton Make, Mark Goebel, Matt Gromes, Michael Douglas, Michael Jones, and Michael Pecorini. Thanks to all of you for supporting the Cool Tools Show. We really appreciate it.